I'm Coach Taja Edwards, and I got next. You next up, and you ain't been on sports like talk. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next, and you up next. Keep the queens go hard. Rise the star on the big scene. Make them know who you are. You don't break a sweat. Don't settle for less. They put you through that test. Your resume that flesh. Who got next? Who got next? SLT, where to say go? Who got next? Who got next? Living my dreams and all your goals. Who got next? Who got next? You can ask B. Jones or head coach. Who got next? Who got next? You next up, so here's my vote. Welcome back to another fire episode of Sports Life Talks. You got next a platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow. We're talking to rising stars in our communities who are doing big things and living out big dreams. And today, hey, y'all throw your shades on because it's so bright up in this thing. We got the Mercury in the building and one of the high rising, most dopest coaches up and coming in the game right now. Hey, former Fresno State alum, and I saw the bu- I saw the, the highlights, Coach. This young lady was a bucket. This young lady was a bucket back in the day, but now she holding it down and teaching them others to do and be great like she is. And I'm gonna tell you, the names and the circles in the WNBA, y'all looking at a prodigy right here, Lay. And welcome, Taja Elwoods, Coach Taja Elwoods, to the show. How you doing today, Coach? I'm well. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here. Hey, now, Coach, now, KT is known to talk a little. I swear, K say, K- Kevin says his, his jump shot travel. Coach, if, if when we get to when we get to Phoenix, can, can you can you just look at it? Look at his face, Coach. He like, oh, I'm she ain't gonna, Hey, look, can you can you show him a thing or two about a thing or two, Coach? I will. I will. We, oh. no, you, no, no, you can't, Coach. I'm not challenging you to anything. Yes, you no, no, you know, little <laughs> No, I'm not gonna. He does this all the time, Coach. He challenges. No, I'm not doing it, B. All right. Hi, y'all. Hey, welcome to Sports Life Talk. I am your host, the mouth of the South B. Jones, the OG all thing, Louisiana. Mr. Yeet is in the building. I'm rocking alongside my brother from the, my another mother, my partner in crime, the Quiet Storm. KT, Kev, how you feeling today, man? B. Jones, you know, it's really hot in here, but I'm not going to take any item of clothes off, all right? So don't worry about it, everybody. But I'm doing well, B. Jones. I'm looking forward to this episode. Let's go. All right, man. Well, listen, without further ado, we got to pay the bills real quick, though, T.E. Coach, Coach, we got to pay the bills just real quick because 2023 has just been amazing. It's been a blessing so far, Coach. And uh, I I can't tell you how much we want to thank all of the previous guests, but KT and I, we putting in the work. Coach Elvis, you can validate. You know we putting in the work. And we got we got over 120 shows lined up right now to close this year out. So we need everybody who's rocking with us, whether you a Mercury fan, whether you a Suns fan, a Storm, Liberty, Wings, I don't know, Lynx, Fever. I don't know. I keep going here in just a second. It don't matter if you're a WNBA fan. We need y'all to show us some love and to help us to keep this amazing momentum so we can keep telling these stories of these phenomenal young ladies who are playing basketball, coaching basketball, and doing things in this 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 epic, moment, momentous rise, all right? So on the count of three, we need y'all to do us a huge favor, and it won't cost you a penny. Smash that 
subscribe button. Coach Edwards, is, is Mercury going to show us some love, right? Oh, no doubt. Mercury's got you. All right, Phoenix. I already know. We're going we to go to Phoenix. These folks going to be dapping us up. They're going to be like, what up, bro? All right, here we go. On the count of three. One, two, three. Boom. Welcome to the Sports Life Talk family. And when we say family, we mean that from the bottom of our hearts. We super sincere about that. We don't do fans. We don't do followers. We don't care about the, the numbers on these social medias. We care about you. And so if you smash that subscribe button, welcome to the family and do us a huge favor. Let us know right now in the comments. Leave us a fire emoji. Leave us, I don't care, throw a sun emoji up. It don't matter. Let us know that you in the building so we can show you some love and holler back at you, all right? Well, with that being said, <laughs> Defense, huh? Hey, she a cold defender, y'all. That's what I'm saying. We got her in the building. I don't know, coach. Which one you like better? You like being the defensive coordinator or the offensive coordinator? I got, I got. To, you done them both. You done, you done them both, coach. I really have. I really have. I tried not to box myself in at a young age in my career. I really wanted to touch everything I could. For me, I feel like I'm uh, 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 very versatile in that sense. But whatever gets it done, whatever gets the dub, I'm going to do. <laughs> All right, well, today we play a defense because Kevin is the offense, and I need you to shut him down. Coach, Taj Edwards, are you ready for the Sports Life Talk initiation? Let's get it, y'all. B. Jones, I just realized something. You got trying to challenge Coach. I can't get cooked in front of Diana Tarazi. I would never be able to live with myself if that happened. So I'm just what a scholar. What a scholar in the building. So you got three Hall of Famers just looking at you like, oh, my God, that is so embarrassing. Hey, like, that dude is trash. <laughs> All right, Coach. <laughs> to initiate you into the SLT family, you got to give us your top five music artists. Yeah. Uh, number one, Lauren Hill. That's my girl. I grew up on Miss Education in 1998. Album release. First album I ever bought. Uh, Jay-Z. My guy. Um, then I'm going Compton with it down the street from me, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, that's my dude as well. And then I'm going to go a little underground with it. A guy named Dom Kennedy. If you're from LA, you know Dom, West Side of Love, part two. That's my favorite album. Um, that's four, right? That's yep. four. All right. Lastly, Beyonce. Dang. Beyonce. Kevin, she smoked your list, dog. Hey. <laughs> yes, she did. Okay. Uh, so, Coach, we like to rank everybody's top five, and the highest you can get is five. Yeah. But there's no way I can give you anything less than five. First of all, that, that the list was dope. Okay. So B Jones. What up, man? We're gonna give her eleven. Give her eleven for a top five. Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> you know yeah. what? She you know what? She's coaching down to Tarazi, my favorite player of all time. Give her two more. Give her two more. <laughs> all right, so coach, we're officially broke now because we gave out all our money just then. So if the lights go out, just know it's not our fault. The producers had to pull the plug. Okay. All right. Who is your favorite superhero and why? Yeah. Um, favorite superhero. Ooh, tough, tough, tough. I'm rolling with, uh, I don't know if any, people might laugh at this, but I really like the Avatar. Not the blue okay. one Zoe Saldana. Know, we know the Airbender, the last Airbender. Yeah. Airbender and the movie's about to drop, y'all. I'm so excited. He, he definitely is a superhero. He's like a billion years old. He can do all of the elements in the earth, air, water, like the whole nine, you know what I'm saying? So honestly, he's my favorite superhero. Like, like true be told, like people don't want to recognize him, but he would destroy Superman. Like, because yeah, like, think about it. Like, you know how powerful water is? You know how powerful, like he would work, Kevin, he would work Batman over. He would. <laughs> He would work. Well, of course, that man, but he couldn't look Superman. I mean, I, I'm, you know what? That's something we got to take off air. That's what we're going to talk about. 
his name is Aang, right? Aang, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. All right. So, so since every good superhero needs their own theme music, what would your theme song be? Hmm. My theme song for him or me? For you. For you. What's oh, your theme music? Ooh. Um. It's gotta be. Uh. It's gonna be a Jay Z song. Um. And it's gonna be. Uh. My first song. I think that's the name of it. Yeah. My first song. Uh, off the Black Album, right? Black Album. I, 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 I just don't want to go sing it for us, Coach Taja. Uh. Y'all want to know why you don't stop. Y'all want to know why you don't talk. Came from the bottom of the top, top. That song do go hard, especially that beat the way it rolls. That's, that's yeah. a good one, Coach. Yeah, yeah. All right, so if you could shadow anyone for a week and learn from them, they could be either dead or alive. Who would it be and why? Yeah, um, it'd be Pharrell, actually. Um, I know, very random, but I just feel like I do basketball, right? So, like, I wouldn't necessarily pick anybody that does basketball. I would do somebody that I could extract other life kind of concepts from. And I think Pharrell's creativity, his ability to make himself timeless through fashion, through music, through culture, um, that, that to me is how you leave a legacy, you know, uh, kind of similar to Oprah. Like, when I listen to her interviews, I listened to one the other day while I was working out, and I didn't even know it was from 2019 because it was just so timeless. It was so relevant to what was going on today. And I think Pharrell is the same way. Obviously, he just launched his uh, uh, fashion show in Paris for the Louis Vuitton. Um, but I just, I, I would be like, yo, Pharrell, can I just like sit next to you for like 10 minutes while you drink tea? And just like, let's just talk. Um, yeah, it'd be Pharrell. Yeah, and Pharrell, Pharrell, one of those type people, like he was one of the first people that showed us like, Stop! Stop pigeonholing yourself, right? Stop! Yeah. Stop saying that I'm a producer because you can do more than just be a producer. You can be a, a movie star. You could do this. I mean, Pharrell has put his hands in so many different things, animation. Yes. So I'm with you 100. I actually met Pharrell. I'm gonna tell y'all about that story on another episode. So y'all, y'all lock in and y'all rock with us. Y'all might get that story out of me. All right. I bet you. I bet you I can beat him in basketball though. That's for sure. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah, we got to take you down to Virginia Beach. So, uh, yeah, we got you. <laughs> All right, Coach. So, B&I, we plan to produce a movie that's centered around you. The one thing that we're missing is a lead actress. Yeah. So, who should we get to play you in the story of your life? Yeah. No doubt. Sanaa Lathan. I mean, she's... Oh. Yeah, Sanaa Lathan. She, she's versatile. I'm versatile. She, we can swing. You know, she, she, she got it. She got it. Hands down. Oh, yes. Yeah, she definitely got it, Coach. I'm yeah. glad you mentioned that lady. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She All right. It. So when B. Jones and I come down there to watch y'all play, yeah, what is that one restaurant that we just have to go to to get your uh, stamp of approval? Yeah, I'm going to shout out Brianna Turner, Breezy on our squad. She is the foodie. Uh, yes, like it might have been two days ago. We were talking about a Caribbean spot. I really love Caribbean food. And I said, Breezy, like you got to put me onto a spot. So she says Martha's Caribbean Kitchen, I believe, is what it's called, is where we should go. So when y'all come. Wait, wait, I'm, now, away I'm away for y'all, and we're gonna go together. You you use the big word Caribbean, but I'm just saying that's like what's that? Uh, that's like kind of uh, like plantains yeah. and yeah, Jamaican food, it's jerk Jamaican. jerk chicken, and stuff. yeah, rice and peas. Even though it's like oh, rice and peas. it's on the cracking. Kevin, Cali, move that trip up. Move the Phoenix yep. trip up. Patties, cocoa bread. You know, yeah, cola champagne, the sodas. I got y'all. All right, so I've been having so much fun. Did I ask you what the, some of the basketballers taught you that you can use when you're not on the court? 
<laughs> no, you have okay. to ask. <laughs> so I'm going to ask that, then I'm going to get out of the initiation. I was like, man, I'm looking at my question. I'm just having too much fun. I, after I clicked for real, you know, I was messed up. All right, Coach. So what is something that basketball has taught you that you can use when you're not on the court? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just how to be adaptable. Um, it, it really is a great reminder for how change is inevitable. Uh, whether you want it or not, it's going to happen. And I think basketball is a really good teacher in, in showing how you can be adaptable through that change. Um, that was a lesson that I feel like I learned really on when I first picked it up to even now I still carry it with me. So, um, yeah, definitely, like how to be adaptable and, and how to adjust in situations and, and know that, like, change is going to come. <laughs> Teams going to go on runs. You're going to go on a run. There's a change, you know, so uh, that would be my, my life lesson. All right. So to everyone who's watching, if you hit that subscribe button or thinking about doing so, please do leave yeah. us your top five music artists, your theme song and your favorite superhero in the comments. And finally, go to our website, sltugotnext.com to learn more about us and the rest of our family members from our You Got Next series. So now allow me to turn over to B with the woman of the hour, Coach Edwards. So, B. Jones, go ahead and take it away, brother. Hold up. Wait. Yeah. Boom. Bing, 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 bing. Hey, we got that West Coast going on in this day today. All right, Coach Todd, let's take this thing back to the beginning, man. Let's go back to when you you was knee-high to a duck. When, when did you fall in love with the game, Coach? And what made you, what made you choose basketball? Yeah, actually, it was super late. It was not something that I wanted to do or had an interest in. I grew up playing the piano, um, and I had piano lessons and basketball practice uh, on the same day. And my dad said, you know, hey, you got to choose because you got practice on Tuesday and basketball on Tuesday as well. Which one? And I was like, okay, give me some time to think about it. I go to school the next day. I come home, and he took my keyboard out and put some Reebok sneakers. With my <laughs> so the decision was made. <laughs> um, you know, it, it was uh, it was a way that I think that uh, it was something that people saw in me that I didn't necessarily see in myself. Oh, I was tall, and and I had some coordination of some sort. So you know, they were like, "Hey, why not? Let's throw you into basketball." I'm a True, true, true at heart, park and rec kid. That's where I grew up. I grew up on the blacktop, Veterans Park. Shout out to Harry. Um, he was my first coach uh, back in the day um, in Long Beach. And uh, yeah, that's kind of how it got started. Pop said, I made the decision for you. So here we are. <laughs> now, now, so so the decision was made for you, but like look at looking at your career, this... <laughs> like the decision was made for you, but the, the right decision was made for you. You damn good at this game, coach, on the court and off the court. So when, when did you realize that you could eat like that? That you could just pretty yeah. much go out there and, and break down, <laughs> break down your opposition, and do as you choose, night in and night out. Yeah. So um, Long Beach Poly powerhouse. That's where I grew up. Um, I probably lost maybe six games in all four years of high school. Um, but it was my freshman year. I was 13 years old entering into freshman year at Poly and I went from a school of like maybe uh, 200 kids to a thousand per class. Right. And um, I'm 13 years old and I'm initiating my time in, in the summer league or whatever. And they said we need a rebounder. And I was like, well, I want to make varsity because I'm super competitive like that. So I told my dad, I said, what do I got to do to make varsity? He was like, you got to rebound. So I was just like, I'm just going to rebound. So I rebound the crap out of the ball that summer. 
fast forward to the fall, I'm telling my dad, I don't think I'm making varsity. Like I keep rebounding, but it just doesn't seem like it's enough. He's like, stick with it, stick with it, stick with it. And so Coach Bugs, he called my dad and said she made varsity. And my dad knew that morning when I was going to school, crying to him, telling him how I think I was going to make right, varsity. Right, right. And um, that day, 2.30, that bell rang. We sat on the baseline. Coach pulled out his paper and he called my name. And I was like, I got a shot. Uh, but it, it's, it, it, it didn't stop there. And it, it really carried on. We, Poly Long Beach and, and, and girls basketball in the early 2000s, we were getting it going, but we weren't quite there yet. But there was one person, God rest her soul, her name was Judith Smith. She's my teammate. Um, she was the first high school McDonald's All-American from Long Beach Poly for girls basketball, played at Texas Tech, um, just legendary. She died of lupus uh, a few years ago. But Judy was the first one that we like to say that made it out of the hood. And Judy was really the one that showed us, hey, you could do anything you put your mind to, regardless of where you're coming from, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of your, your house situation. Like, as long as you put your mind to it and you put in the work, you got it. And she was also talented. So, you know, <laughs> that helped her. Um, but it was Judith Smith. She was the one that, that showed us. And though we didn't win a state championship with her or a CIF uh, uh, ring with her, she paved the way, and then after she left and went to Texas Tech, we just took it up a whole nother level. And I was about to say, you won it all four years, didn't you? Uh, all uh, three. Yep, three so out, okay, so three out of four years, y'all were ranked number two in the nation. Yeah, like, yeah. for those of you who don't know Long Beach <laughs> Poly, go Google it. It don't matter what your sport is, Long Beach <laughs> Poly was breaking folks off. I'm telling yeah. you, that was one of the dopest programs. It's a movie about Long Beach Poly, isn't it? Uh, um, yeah, so they're filming a documentary on it. Uh, we've done some stuff in the past years. It's, we, no one just has footage, man. There's, I know we see the stuff on LeBron and his high school teammates and stuff, but like we had all that, the jokes, the raps, the dancing, the championship yeah. prize, the you know talking mess on the bench, blowing people out by 60 points. I mean, we had all that. We were that. But I think it just goes to show like where women's basketball is at too, right? Like, yes. I was thinking that back in the early 2000s. Let me film this powerhouse team it makes me a little bit emotional because i'm like man if we could just have told our stories but that's okay that's why we're at where we're at today and these young women get to tell their stories and that's the beauty of it all that we didn't give up on it that we are advocating for them and now we have or they have the platform to build those well, documentaries. but it took y'all it took y'all doing what y'all did, right? Somebody it took y'all playing through it and, and not getting the due respect, and now people start to notice it. And it, it took it took trailblazers like yourself. But uh, let's let's talk about Fresno State for just one second because uh, I, you know people don't people don't know when you say Fresno State they may not. Well, you see that green V show up on the on the screen, you know what that is, right? You know what I'm saying? You know it's about to happen. And I didn't know Fresno State was like whack champions and stuff back then like that when you was open. So you was y'all were dope too. What, what made you decide to stay home and go to Fresno State? Yeah, so uh, I tore my ACL my uh, my going into my sophomore year of high school, and um, I was ranked top 25 in the country, had all the, the re recruits, all the scholarships, and you, really UCLA was going to be my dream. Um, shout out to Nikki Blue, she's going to laugh when I tell this story. Uh, so, you know, I tore my ACL, and back then, you know, they were like, oh, ACL, like, you know, we, we don't know how you're going to recover from that. Yep. With a, a guy named Doc Dossman, a phenomenal, um, he's worked with Olympians, all that stuff. So he put me back together in six months. And throughout that process, you know, obviously people started falling off, but Fresno State hung around. Um, and, and so did a few others. And um, 
I felt like I was already in a big, I was a big fish in a big pond at Poly. We had, I was nationally recognized. We were bringing the championships. We, we were ranked. We had all this stuff. But I wanted my college experience. I wanted to be a big fish in a little pond. And I was really intentional about that. And so uh, our head coach, uh, Adrian Wiggins, um, he came, he did a, 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 a home visit with me. He met me uh, at my school. He got to meet my government teacher, spent all day with me. And I was like, coach, if you can handle this, <laughs> I got some respect for you because you're in the hood now. <laughs> we on the east side. Hood, yeah. All the apartments right here. Do you know Snoop Lee or you know they got like, <laughs> Rolling 20s, you know what I'm saying? You sure you're good with this. You're all right. <laughs> you know, he stuck it out with me. And I said, all right, well, I'll see you at the crib. So we came to the house that night. My mom, she ordered all the Mexican food and stuff, my favorite food. And he sat down and he looked me in my eyes and he said, we're going to play everybody that fell off of you, that no longer recruited you. Not only are we going to play them, but we're going to beat them. And uh, when he said that, I felt that. And I was like, hey, I feel it right now. I feel yeah. it right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, so he, it was his first, it was, I was rolling into his second year as a head coach there. And my first year, we started off the season 0 and 6. We lost to Cal. We lost to Utah. We lost to BYU. We lost to St. Mary's. And by game six, I was like, I'm out. I'm transferring. Like, I ain't never lost this much in my life. Not realizing Cal was ranked number three in the nation. Right. Utah was coming off of an Elite Eight run uh, from the Final Four. BYU was in the top 25. Uh, St. Mary's had just finished in the top two in the West Coast Conference. But for me, I'm like, why are we losing? Like, what is this? This didn't make any sense. Yeah. You know? And we got that one win. Unfortunately, it was against Long Beach State at Long Beach State. So I was home, but I was happy for the win. And we went on a 19-game winning streak. Wow. That uh, is crazy. And uh, so we ended up, and this is how I knew we were good. La Tech, who they were good back in the day. Don't and, you do this. Do you know I'm from? Don't you do got, I, I, now, Don't you get on my. Street for I'm just saying. I, I'm, I'm getting like Pinky. Say, say another word. Say what? <laughs> we 40 piece them. Yeah. We 40 piece them. And I was like, oh, we good. We good. We, we all right. I'm going to stay, coach. I'm going to stay. So I stuck it out and. Yeah, you're looking at a four-time WAC tournament title appearance, uh, championship, uh, NCAA four-time. I never missed an NCAA tournament in my all four years. Broke records, set records. By far the best decision I ever made in my life. Um, I get chills thinking about it. And uh, I, the Valley, Fresno, is my home. Um, there is no place like it. And I will rep Bulldog born, bull, Bulldog bred, going to be Bulldog to the day I'm dead. I'm going to rep that V. Like, what was the name of that head coach that sat down in your living room? You said it. I, I missed it. Adrian Wiggins. My Adrian God. Wiggins. God, can you imagine that one conversation, that one, that I one moment? Saying. His bravery changed changed your trajectory. Well, let's let's get into this coaching thing because they didn't heard you talk. Now everybody understand you sharpen an attack. I mean, you, <laughs> you you quick. You you smooth with this thing, coach. So so what made you decide to get in coaching shortly after your career ended at uh, Fresno State? Because you could have went and played overseas. Overseas was popping back in two thousand and twelve. Yeah. You know you could have you know you could have made a couple of year runs at the W. But what made you decide to jump right on into the coaching window? Yeah, I, I had a really bad knee. I gave it all I could. Um, my sophomore year I had another knee injury, and the doctor said, if you want to walk again, you 
might as well stop playing basketball. I was 19 when he told me that. And I was like, you're crazy. I got two more championships to win. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> so I don't know what life's going to be like when I'm 40. I'll figure it out then. But I'm going to give it all I got. And, and so I did. Um, and again, it's very similar to how I picked up basketball. So my dad is a, uh, he's from New York, but he's a legend on the West coast for AAU. And he was always helping Wiggins out with up and coming recruits and all that stuff. So it's my senior night and these guys are huddled up in the corner after the game and they're talking there, you know, we got a little family stuff happening after the game and, um, I'm worried about where we going out, what we doing tonight, you know, me and my teammates. And so they're talking and I'm noticing like these two are plotting something, but I'm gonna let it be. Uh, and so long story short, after I graduated from Fresno, Wiggins stayed another year and got the head job at Ole Miss. And the first person he called was my dad. And he said, uh, I want to bring Taj on staff as a video coordinator. And my dad, I was 22 at the time. He said, pack your bags. You're going to Mississippi. And I said, I'm going where? <laughs> who <laughs> what? what this Cali girl from yeah for real that's a, that's a shift <laughs> it's a shift it's a culture shift and my dad said I think it's a great opportunity for you. you 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 have the potential to really tap into something that you don't even know you have yet and he said you know you're just trying to figure it out I was doing some marketing stuff at the time and just trying to use my degree to my advantage but you know little and behold so um, I did not want to coach. If you ask me when I was a player, I'd be like, coaching? No. Uh, you know, what is, what is that? No, you know. But it's just so funny how it all happened. And uh, so I was 22 years old when I got my first gig. I was uh, brought on to be an assistant video coordinator. We had some things happen on staff and some people got released. And in June, I was hired. In September, I was bumped up to an assistant coach at 22 years old. Well, yeah, a lot of people have been – it's, it's the, the Lindsey Harden – Things right. like catching waves, right? Everybody talking about the, you know, the Sacramento team hiring a female president, uh, excuse me, a female GM and a female head coach. Yeah. But people don't realize, like you used to work for the G League as well. You were doing some day to day operations type things. D yeah. Do you think that kind of helped you develop yourself, seeing it from both sides, being in women's college basketball as well as uh, as working with the G League, working on the men's side, running that day to day. Do you think they kind of brought some additional skills to your your tool your tool set? No doubt. Um, for a long time, I was itching to get into the NBA. I wanted it. I was craving it since 2015. I was networking, trying to figure out how can I make this transition to the NBA? You know, how can I do this? And it just so happened. Um, I met with the right people. I had an opportunity with the Warriors, the Bucks, and the Hornets. And um, the Hornets just felt like such a right fit. And I said, all right, well, what's my role? And I said, I can do it all. Whatever. Remember, I'm not boxed in. I said, well, we want to make you the director of basketball operations and the manager of player development. And I said, well, what's that? And they said, well, you're a jack of all trades, so we're going to use you in every capacity. You're going to be on the court. You're going to be scouting. You're going to be doing this. I said, oh, say no, say less. I'm there. And so um, that this is major love to, to the Jordan family, to, to Mitch Kupchak, to Buzz Peterson, to Jordan, to Cam, um, my guys, Danielle and, and Colin and Ben. Um, they... They really allowed me to come in and just be myself and add value. Jordan would let me draw up the first play of the game, and then I'd be watching and scouting and having a scouting meeting on Monday. So I was really dipping and dabbing in both um, at a really high level. And I did all the G League scouting for the Hornets. I was a part of the Isaiah Thomas uh, pickup that we that we got that year when we signed him to the rest of the season for the Hornets. Um, was a part of uh, transitioning Kai Jones into the NBA, uh, James Booknight, and not only that, had Jello with me, um, Scotty. So, I mean, 
I was doing it all. <laughs> Coach Edwards, can I get your autograph? Good oh, man, no, no, I, need, I need to get that. I need to get that number one Fresno State jersey oh, off, oh, off, off eBay, man. So I get that thing signed. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right, Coach. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about the WNBA because this thing is becoming it's becoming it. I, I'm absolutely head over heels in love with it. I find myself playing. I'm playing fantasy right now. I'm. I guess 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 who I stole off the free agency wire? I hope you're watching this too. Shook. Shook, son. Oh, hey, she balling. Hey, she balling. Hey, when I saw her, I was yelling, go get him, Shook. And she went there and got me like 25, 30, 30 fantasy points. That young lady's the truth. Hey, I'm hey for real. The future's bright, though. All right, so, but I want to talk to you about walking in that locker room because let's just be real. So yeah. Sometimes one thing ain't like the other. Don't. It's a special feeling to be in the WNBA, but that Phoenix Mercury team, that organization has been the center focus for everybody, sports fan, non-sports fan, for the last, you know, year, year and a half, surrounded by all the BG, right? So what was it like getting your first call up on this opportunity and you walk into a locker room and you got Skylar Diggins is on, on maternity leave. You got a Hall of Famer and Diana Taurasi looking at you. You got BG back. Just everybody just crying and emotional, just so excited. You know, even even yeah. even at the game, like everywhere y'all go, it's a rock. It's a rock tour, right? I mean, y'all show up in Dallas, Texas, and I'm telling you, this thing, Baylor alumni, it was packed out. So what has that experience been like for you, coach? Yeah, it's almost surreal. Sometimes I'm like, am I dreaming? Um, I, and it's hard to put into words. I really think you said it like the Mercury is an OG. It's, it's the original WNBA franchise. It's been here since literally the beginning of time. And so when you have a, such a solid core, so, such a solid foundation like that, you can withstand anything that comes your way. So it's not surprising to me that it would be with the Mercury that BG would go through this with. Has she been with any other organization? I don't know that it would have been the same. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so I, I think because you have that 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 solid core foundation and you have um, the support here, the fan base here, the the, the resources, um, you know, it, it really just made, I think, uh, this welcome home BG uh, really just a, a parade every night, every game, you know, um, really a celebration. And so um, I, I think the, the first time, so, so this is actually the second time this opportunity is coming around to uh, be able to coach with the Mercury. So uh, back when Vanessa first got the job last year, she came, flew out to North Carolina. I was with the Hornets and she said, I want you to come join my staff. But my daughter was going to be born at the same time during training camp. And so I couldn't do that. So I went ahead and jumped, jumped back over to college, spent a year at TCU. And then after we were done there, I called Vanessa and I'm like, okay, she's one. What are we doing? <laughs> you know? and, uh, the timing of it really just worked out for us. And so I think when I arrived in Phoenix, it was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. And, and I'll go on a little bit of a tangent here, but I say this often, like when I was in the NBA, I had a seat at the table. They welcomed me with open arms. I, I was able to add value. They listened. They took my feedback. But here I get to create the table. And that's I'm just overwhelmed by every single day. Now we're looking at, uh, I think, um, I think the attendance for, 
your organization was up by like 10 percent i think the attendance numbers in in las vegas was up ridiculous like 35 percent. but even here in dallas our attendance numbers was up by like seven eight percent i mean so the numbers up everywhere right people are showing up to the games but but in your opinion and i, I know like you just say you're creating the table but what do you see for the for the WNBA? like what, what what's happening what's going on what do we need to do to get this thing um because 11 point something million viewers watched the, the final four right so we know this tv's that's interested so what do we need to do to really get this thing taken to the next level and and and, and i hate to do this espn and, and nba but we got to get some pay equity we we, we got to get these young ladies some more pay we got to get some more teams i mean i want to see all of this thing so what, what do you think needs to happen coach t yeah i mean there's so many different categories we could touch on right so uh i think you just gotta start with exposure so like you said viewership is continuing to go up conversations like this helps um and anytime we get to use our platform to promote the league and to promote what these women are doing is always going to be beneficial there's always someone that needs to know about the WNBA. you can never assume that they don't know you know people still are learning who beyonce is like so it's always going to be you know something to share and, and talk and teach about um and then i think you know yes uh, uh pay is 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 obviously the massive elephant in the room um you know we see what happened with B, with BG, what happened to her, you know, going overseas. And um, even, uh, you know, these these women that spend countless amount of times away from their family and then to be able to come back to the States and still perform at an elite level. I don't know how they do it. Um, so obviously pay is huge. And then the last thing is, is just going to be, you know, um, you, you hit on it, but in the market, we got to grow more teams in the market, right? Areas. And I think the W is identifying some really key places. They had that game in Toronto um, and they had amazing turnout. You know, I, I know that scene, that Canada scene all across the country is itching for it. And, you know, why not? <laughs> why not so i think we're we're there the conversations are happening you know obviously now the resources need to match the conversations yes uh, and and then i think we can be able to see the change that we all hope and wish to see i don't have a timeline for it but i know it's gonna come y'all got a dope owner though i got i got faith in y'all owner for yeah, sure <laughs> I, I like I like Matt. He was over there trying to fight Jokic on the side. I was like, okay, get get with him, Matt. Get with him. Put them hands on him. He put them paws on. Him. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm gonna have Matt. His, his lawyer go. Matt did not touch him. I need y'all to. <laughs> I know. We just having fun. All right, coach. Let's talk a little trash talk before we get out of here. You know, me and Kevin has had the the, the privilege of sitting real close to the sidelines on a couple of games, and it's funny that you know. Uh, Angel and Caitlin get into it, and the whole world is oh, they clutching their pearls. But if y'all sit close to the sideline, y'all go hear some language. Oh, y'all go hear some words on that court. That ain't nothing new. What, what, what was the WNBA thinking when all of that was going on in the college scene? What, what, what was the locker rooms like? What was what were the the, the, the Hall of Famers and the the players right. thinking like? Man, we do that every night. Every night is very normal. What are we, what are we talking about? <laughs> <It's very normal. laughs> yeah, you have to. I think you know you gotta. I think, you know, I don't know that DT would ever say this, but I just feel like sometimes she gets bored, so she just got to say something, you know. She's similar to how MJ and Kobe were. They just got to say something to keep themselves entertained, you know. Uh, but, she, you know, I think it's, it just adds character to it. it it's, it's entertainment. So it's entertainment. Talk your stuff, you know, you, 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 if you're the GOAT, if, if you really got it like that. Hey, fine. she got it. She got it. We got to see her play. She definitely got it. All right, Coach. Well, this is the fun part. We're going to have a little, we're going to play. 
Me and Kevin loves our game. So welcome to the championship rounds. This is the part of the show with me and KT. We're going to do a little bit of one-on-one, and you are now officially called another shot. Have you ever played Would You Rather or this or that before? Um, heard about it. Haven't played it. All right. So rules are very simple. Rules are very simple. So both Kevin and I are going to make a pitch. We're going to present a scenario. Whichever one of those scenarios you select, that host will get a point. The first okay. host to get two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game of championship rounds. And coach, I ain't begging like he sweat, but this boy, he won like the last three. All right, oh. coach. So some, you know, nothing changes unless something changes. So, uh, all right. No, 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 no. All right. All right, coach. No. no. Okay, right. I just have to make sure. <laughs> All right, coach. So Kevin gonna go first, and we go we gonna present you some options and think about it and just tell us which one you like best. All right, here we go, KT. Let's roll. All right, round number one. Would you rather coach a player that no one gave a chance who makes it to the basketball hall of fame? And then and in their speech tells you they wouldn't be there without you, or or would you? This is assuming that you're you're getting the head coach job down the road, right? But uh your first hire is a GA. Right or somebody who's brand new, somebody like yourself taking that chance on that first time, coach. You look up 10, 15 years later, they win a ring and they credit it all to the Taja Edwards coaching tree. That 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 blueprint, right? They learned it all from you. Which one would you like, coach? Whew. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with the GA. Yeah, I guess the bag can work. Okay, let's go. I'm a, I'm a. Let's go. All right, round number two. Coach, would you rather have a news team or net, like a Netflix documentary type team come in and film this entire season, the circus tour that y'all been on? Like y'all rock stars everywhere, but the good, the bad, the ugly though. We gonna watch the. And you already uh, for those of you who watching this, y'all already know it's been some, it's been some entertaining things that transpired. So, but they see it all, Coach. And, but it's gonna be on Netflix or travel the world, hosting your own food show on ESPNW, where you interview other coaches as they take you to their favorite place to eat in the towns that they coach in. Ooh. It's got to be the food for sure. I knew, it. I knew, I knew that, bro. You, you, I'm a. T uh, we'll talk about it off. That boy sizzled that thing, didn't he, Coach? I mean, we traveling. I mean, goodness. Oh man, yeah, you gotta enjoy. You gotta enjoy the road. Like, made me, made me knock my headphones out. That boy, that's the whole point. Is to sauce it up the wind, B. Jones. I mean, nobody right. wants vanilla. One, all right, Kevin. Kick you up round three. It's on. It's on the cracking. Let's go. Last round. All right, so for round three, on our show, which you can watch Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central Time, we have a segment called The Drop, where B. Jones turns shoe guru and presents a, pair, presents a pair of shoes that he feels are worthy of your financial donations. So for round three, we're going to present a shoe to you, Coach. Whichever shoe you pick has huge ramifications because that host will win this episode's game. So I'm going to count down from three, and I need for you to say, hold that sneaker. And once you say that, we're going to show you what we got, okay? All right, you got it. All right, three, two, one. Old that sneaker. I took a chance on this one, KT. I didn't. I'm going with the one that I went with oh. last time. I had to go with. I, I said I only get one time to do something for Diana Taurasi. This may be the one episode she ever see. I said, you know what? <laughs> I, I saw. I went saw and she had these sneakers on in Dallas. Was she? Yeah, but but Diana Taurasi is my favorite player, but she ain't on the show. It's Coach Edwards. Nice try. Yeah, but these are, these are LeBrons. I had to go with a LeBron. This is a Hooper shoe too. Coach. Yeah, B. Jones, let your shoe talk. You done talking? <laughs> let the I'm shoe go talk. With the dunks. I'm gonna go with the dunks. Oh. I'm gonna go with the high top dunks. Oh. 
<laughs> this was fun. And still <laughs> champion. But Donna Tarazi, I do love you to death. So yeah. no, no. I, that's my favorite play. I've said that multiple times. And Sophie. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm DT. I'm sorry, DT. I'm sorry, oh, bro. I tried to get. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Maybe we can get her on the show, B. Jones. Then you show that shoe, and you can win that one. So <laughs> I got to win for sure if she comes on. All right, coach. <laughs> Let's get them up out of here. Let's take them home. The title of the show is Sports Life Talks. You got next. What does the future hold for you in your own words, coach? Yeah. Um. Just you know, continuing to walk the path that I'm on and, and really leave a legacy. And I think that. I have a pretty solid foundation and I, I pray and hope that that leads to a head job. I know that I'm more than capable and I have all the right experience to, to do that when that opportunity comes. Um, but, you know, I'm put here. My purpose is to, to mentor, teach and educate. And I do that by way of basketball. Um, so I get as long as I get to do this, that's what I'm going to be doing. Coach, you know, normally I ask a legacy question, but I want to I want to ask a philosophy question. Yeah. What is your what is your coach like if, if we were to see a Taja Edwards, since you say you're gonna be a head coach, what, what is it what is the style of what, what is the style of play we're gonna see out of a out of a coach Edwards ran team? What, yeah. what, what are we gonna see philosophically? Yeah, yeah. If we're talking defense, um, I'm I'm a big fan of the pack line uh defense. Um there's a, a zone out there, two three, that I also enjoy, though I'm not like a two three person. Uh, shout out to my guy uh, at Mirror Mac, um, Joe Gallo. But yeah, uh, so so I definitely think you're gonna see some defense, but it's gonna be like more team oriented. And if we're talking like uh, offense, it's gonna be uh, flow. Um, so like more five out, four out, one in. We're gonna play obviously fast, but with purpose, <laughs> um, you know. And really, just my job and my role is to put players in positions to be successful. Um, and so we're going to see that, you know, it'll be very intentional. It'll be very thought out. So yeah, it's going to be fun when I have that opportunity. Well, coach, thousands of young ladies who are in the AAU circle, we, Kevin and I, we do a lot for the women's game or mm -hmm. we try to tell as many stories. So we got a lot of high schoolers that follow us. Can you give them a little advice about what they're about to transport, what the, what's about to happen to them in their bodies and their lives as they go on to college? You got a little advice to them, how to prepare themselves, whether it's mentally on the court or off the court. Yeah. Meet the moment. You know, um, uh, you, you can get caught up thinking about what happened in the past and what happened, what's going to happen in the future. The best thing you can do at that age is just to meet the moment. There's a massive um, uh, really opportunity for growth and development, especially for women and the way our bodies develop between ages, you know, 14 and 16. Um, that's, that's where you really see those players continue to get better or, or they kind of plateau, to be honest. Um, so I think as long as they can meet the moment, stick to your um, you know, your, your core, um, and, and your baseline, passing, shooting, dribbling, all very necessary skills needed to excel and play this game. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say. All right, coach. So do you have any shout outs you want to give? Yeah, man, I feel like I've been shouting everybody out, uh, you know, shout out to my family, uh, of course, of course. And, and, um, you know, shout out to the Merck organization, um, everybody there, uh, especially our, our um, marketing team, uh, Robin, Owen, and Becca, my peeps. Um, and, and just shout out to all you guys and, and you two. You know, thank you for having me on this show. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, the X Factor is is a great organization to be a part of. The, the Valley is, is super special. And, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I'm able to share that with you all today. So I appreciate that. All right. So this is a part of the show where you get a chance to call the person that you think should have next. Tell me, yeah. I got a chance to rock with B. Jones and KT. I told them my story. Why don't yep. you do the same thing? With that said, Coach, who are you calling out? Who should have next? 
Yeah, I'm going to call out an OG West Coast legend, uh, Beth Burns. Um, she's my mentor. USC? Um, USC. Uh, we coached together at USC for three years with Cynthia Cooper. Um, she's a San Diego State head coach legend, took him to the Sweet 16. Not only that, but she got the hottest, one of the hottest up-and-coming basketball players, a next-generational talent with Juju. Yes. you got to get Beth on this show to talk to you about everything. She That is a... <laughs> you know, the BG called DT a walking uh, fossil. That's Beth Burns. Um, <laughs> she knows everything about everything and everyone. And my God, she would have so many gems for y'all. So, BB, if you listening, you tuning in, you got next. B, B, I ain't finna call her BB. She'll be like, they don't know me like that. Coach Burns! <laughs> Coach Burns! It's getting hot in here! We gotta get you. We gotta get you on the show, Coach Burns. Uh, she just punched the tickets. We would love to have you come on, share your story with us, and uh, tell us what's happening and what's cracking over there on the West Coast. But, uh, but Coach Taja Elwoods, you got next you a phenom you a trailblazer you a icon i love your energy you super into intelligent cerebral i promise you the world the world is a better place because of people like you coach Edwards. you are extraordinary and elite you deserve a yeet hey man i, I don't know y'all i feel like i made it i don't know if i, if I don't do another show I don't do another show. Y'all can say that boy Mouth of the South was a part of this thing, man. But check this out. We love y'all. Y'all keep sticking around with us. Please, please, please don't forget to smash the subscribe button. Share this episode. Let's get the word going. Hey, we everywhere on social media. One word at Sports Life Talk. We drop social media content every day. Every day. Not every day. Every day. You hear me? So we're going to give y'all something to nibble on the gym every day. So please lock in with us. And if you are sitting there, you like man i would love to be on that show that was dope i gotta give i gotta be people gotta hear my voice well guess what we got the opportunity go to our website slt it's right there on the screen there's a tab for nominations just go to the nominations tab throw your information in there and or if you if you feel like hey you know my my, my play cousin my baby cousin gotta get on the show whatever throw somebody information that we're gonna reach out to them and give them an audition and hear them out so we can get them on the show all right that's that's how real we is and then lastly come hang out with us this is a one-way conversation we know y'all cooking doing your homework cleaning out something y'all doing something right now just to keep you know having us in your ear but we you can actually come engage with us and interact with us wednesday nights at eight o'clock p.m central because I know y'all, y'all two hours behind us on the West Coast. So it's eight o'clock PM Central Standard Time, but we stream live also on uh, on YouTube. So if you smash the subscribe button, you'll see the bell notification, and then uh, you come jump in, and uh, y'all could roast KT with me because I promise you, this Wednesday night I am going in on him. Y'all come watch. All right, Kev, man. Congratulations on another championship. That's four in a row. That's four in a row. I know you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Well, Pete Jones, that's just a number, man. I'm just more excited about the guests that we keep getting, man. The I like, wins, I like yes, it. Yeah, I, I'm used to winning. I've done that before, but... Coach, that sound like a little cap. Let me get this out. Let me get this out. Having somebody with this, of this caliber on our show, B. Jones, we've truly made it. So, Coach, thank you so much for rocking with us. Whatever you need from us, I know we can't do a lot for you, but whatever you need for us, let us know, and we got your back. Yeah, I appreciate y'all, man. Whatever y'all can do for you guys, appreciate it. Okay, hey, be what you say. I'm trying to get closer to Donna Taraza and Cunningham, so I'm letting you know. <laughs> hey, coach, we coming, we coming soon, Coach. We hey, we love you. We appreciate you, Sports Life Talk Nation. We love y'all. Stay safe, be blessed, respect each other, and love one another because together we are better. And keep dreaming big because you never know. 
Your story may be the next one featured on Sports Life Talks. You got next. Yeet. Hold up. Wait. <laughs> I knew you had next because you always working. You always grinding. You're in your bag because you're always working. Like in due time, I just, I knew you got next. You did it, huh? Crack the code. You got next, you smashing goals. You want next, you need exposure. Well, sports like talk got the baddest show, like the baddest hut in the room. Podcast to tune into just for you to talk your shit. Talking mushroom, you are what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon, then rest repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You got next, it's a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity. What's up next is you, at least you better be. Sports life talking this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sports life talking this.